Welcome back to another episode of High School Not So Much a Musical. This is part two of our two-part series with Kevin McShawn, who is a journalist diagnosed with cerebral palsy at birth. In this episode, we will cover what the world needs to do to become a more inclusive place for people with disabilities. We'll get into that right after this. This is High School Not So Much a Musical, a podcast that takes you on a ride through the peaks and valleys of a high school journey. Here are your presenters, Nitin Jaladanti and Ayush Agarwal. Yeah, so you mentioned that one of the benefits of like, you know, having a podcast was that you get to meet all these great and interesting people and like some of them, they might become your role models. And it's the same for us because, you know, Nitin, Ayush and I were all, um, we're all high schoolers and the whole um the like the whole thing about our podcast is that we bring on people who have some sort of expertise and like um some sort of niche or some very small and unique thing so that we can learn from them as we have a conversation with them and not only are we learning about what they do and maybe what's out there after we graduate from college but also our listeners are doing the same thing so like our listeners know what like our podcast high school not so musical high school not so much a musical is about but um you briefly touched up upon what let's have this conversation is about it's about news but um could you talk like more in depth about what your podcast is and like maybe some of your favorite parts of it yeah so i've had the great privilege of hosting uh the podcast for uh, about a year and a half i started in in may of 2020 uh, and, and you know the podcast is all about having authentic conversations about news and, and business and entrepreneurship and the way uh, certain news topics have our uh affect our everyday life i also talk to uh, entrepreneurs and CEOs, and I have a section on there all about diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, in a nutshell, you know, the podcast is about having authentic conversations about thoughtful and thought-provoking topics. Because I, I think uh, you know, when you're you, you're willing to have uh, uncomfortable conversations that can make a difference, I think that that that's um, where significant progress can be felt and made. So the podcast is all about having authentic conversations about uh, uh, issues in the news, uh, topics that I find particularly interesting, uh, and how it relates to societal life. So it's a, a maker of a lot of things, but the overriding uh, theme of it is to have authentic, thought-provoking, and a meaningful conversations with a variety of different people. Yeah, like ours is similar in that way where like we really like to have organic conversations with people where like we're asking them questions, they're asking us questions as well. But on your podcast, is it mainly just you talking to your listeners or are you bringing on people and having a conversation with them as well? Yeah, so the, the premise behind the podcast is an interview style uh, uh, podcast. So I bring on guests to have uh, conversations about the uh, the news, politics, uh, entrepreneurship, careers, uh, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, uh, sports, uh, politics, and business. So it, it's a hodgepodge of, of all, all different types of topics, but. 
Uh, generally, it's it, it's an interview style podcast. Uh, I try to provide a, an objective and fair view of uh, the topic that I cover and uh, through the the, uh, the people that I interview. Definitely, yeah. And like you said, the discourse is especially important because, uh, for example, at our school, we have something called like Neurodiversity Week. I think they introduced it last year, where it's all just about educating people about this issue so that way um, they naturally become more inclined to uh, include those who might be you know neurodiverse or a little bit different um, so we actually kind of want to shift gears a bit uh, you know we've talked a lot about your discriminate uh, your your history of discrimination because of your precondition uh, etc but do you have any questions for us you know regarding our high school careers or regarding um like i mentioned the neurodiversity week we have in school yeah so i, I i'm always curious to ask people about their perception of of what diversity equity and inclusion uh, means to them in the sense of giving every person an equal opportunity to be heard so I, i'm i'm curious uh, specifically because you guys are in a certain uh, developmental stage of your educational journey. What does uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion mean to you guys? I think that this is like a really great topic because something that Ayush and I were a part of last year was something called the Political Environmental Activism Club. And a huge part of that was kind of reaching out to like local government people about opening up new possibilities for people who are in underprivileged areas and especially like because there's so many like racial minorities within california itself i think like a huge part of being diverse is that we need to make sure that everybody has equal opportunity to have like the kind of the same education that we're having even if it's not at the same level it's just having the same opportunities so like we have the opportunity to go to a lot of different places, something called term projects at the end of the year. So I think that mostly everything about diversity and inclusion is just about having the open mindedness to allow people to have the same ideas as you and to not view anybody as different. It's more about viewing everybody as one and that if if all of us succeed as one, there's a greater output compared to just one of us succeeding. Ayush, you want to add anything? Yeah, and I think another thing I want to add on is the very basis of diversity, equity, and inclusion is like kind of making sure that people don't feel excluded based on factors that they cannot control. Like if you're born just different, then you can't control that, and therefore um, you shouldn't be penalized for it in this in society because you're doing everything in your power to kind of combat that and like use that as an advantage, but you know, if you can't control it, then you can't control it. It's out of your control. But what I do think is that if somebody has something within their control, but they aren't taking advantage of that particular opportunity, then that's when uh, I think diversity, equity, and inclusion kind of um, doesn't apply as much. For example, if somebody is, you know, morbidly obese, like 400, 500 pounds, and they're not doing anything about it, then that's when you know it becomes an issue because uh sure people do have genetic predispositions to being obese but if you're that obese that just means that you're not putting in the work to kind of 
like rain in your diet or uh, put in the discipline uh, and lose the weight. So um, that's when I think diversity, equity and inclusion becomes a little bit sketchy. But I think at the fun fundamental level, the idea that um, you shouldn't change your perception of someone based on factors that they cannot control. I think I think that is a very, very important message. Yeah, so for me, um, I'm actually like, I really like talking to people who have disabilities. And that's one of the reasons I reached out to you. Um, and like, I'm very passionate about like building assistive technologies to help out people with disabilities. So they're, they're not like exposed to like, um, like, no, there's no diversity, they're not exposed to like, um, uh, they're not like they're they're not treated different than people who like are considered normal in society's eyes so like recently um or like this summer my grandma she works at a orphanage in rural india and um some of the students there or some of the people there the children they are died they were diagnosed with asd which is autism spent um, autism spectrum disorder and um they they all go to school there um and they were forced to repeat the grade or they were going to be forced to repeat the grade because their english was really poor and they couldn't really understand how to communicate and express themselves correctly so like what i did was um like i didn't want them to have to repeat the grade or anything because it would really like take a toll on them and they would be set back and they would be thought as as different than everyone else so like i created like this program and i wrote some software that would like help them um it would act, basically act as an aid to help them understand and comprehend different emotions where they could talk into like a microphone and it would tell them um the motion that was conveyed in the sentence they just said so they can be like okay you know i just said something in a fearful voice and then they'll relate okay what i just said that's fearful so they're it's helping them learn um the english language because in india like most people think that their um, students in schools they're going to be talking about they're going to be talking in like um hindi or telugu languages like that but they actually mostly talk in english so they would have been held back if they weren't able to learn english Yeah, well, I want to thank you all uh, for sharing that. And certainly uh, that was one of the reasons that I wanted to start my own podcast is because I think the the first uh, step to progress is having a conversation uh, about the issues and, and the disparities and how we can work together uh, to sort of unify uh, the disparities in terms of closing them so that we get all a level of playing field for sure definitely yeah um in terms of any other questions that we had for you um we kind of wanted to talk about you know what you're doing to raise awareness about this issue so obviously you know you have your podcast uh and you're using that to spread the word about the importance of neurodiversity and kind of accepting people based on preconditions that they cannot control. Um, you also mentioned that, you know, you have a history in journalism. So uh, are there any specific uh, newspapers that you currently write for? And if you do write for them, you know, what do you talk about? Is it anything related to this issue of uh, people with disabilities? You know, I recently, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, December 3rd is actually the International Day for Persons with Disabilities. Uh, and I recently wrote a blog for a company 
Uh, they're called Accessible Media Inc. And they get paid by the government of Ontario to produce uh, programming that is, is uh, excuse me, the government of Canada to pr uh, produce a programming that is specific to uh, uh, addressing the issues of of, of uh, disability and inclusion for individuals with disabilities. And, you know, I wrote a blog for them and, about the importance of the International Day for Persons with Disabilities. So I've began a partnership with AMI. I've also worked extensively with uh, uh, the John Mc of the Children's Center, which is the local uh, children's treatment center for folks with, uh, for, excuse me, for uh, children with disabilities and their families to uh, really work with the center to uh, help them allocate their resources and give them sort of a lived experience perspective on, on how they can best serve children with disabilities. I've also worked with the center to help them develop what, what's called a transition to, transition to adulthood program because uh, the, the the children that uh, access this, uh, this, the services of the center age out of the system at 18 to 21 and oftentimes their parents or themselves are left to so, sort of navigate the system uh, on their own. So the center has done a great job of sort of providing uh, an outlet or, or at least the start of transitional planning. I also sit on a, a, a board of directors for uh, an organization called uh, Beyond Disability Network and the, uh, here in Windsor. And the objective of the network is to sort of to help streamline medical and other services for people with disabilities so that they can live a full and complete life. So th there are uh, certainly uh, great uh, benefits of volunteering. Uh, and certainly I try to do that through uh, my volunteer efforts as well. I think you're muted. Okay, yeah. So um, I think that's all we have for this podcast. Um, we're going to be splitting it up into two parts. And one of the staples of our podcast, I think one of the staples of High School Not So Much a Musical is that we ask the person that we've brought on just like a general tips question where they can talk about, you know, what they can give any advice to the high schoolers listening. So, um, Mr. Kevin McShawn, if you could give any advice to the high schoolers listening, what would it be? Well, I, I think when we look at... Um, uh, advice for high schoolers is don't limit your expectations of yourself. You know, I always say that the only standard of expectation that you have to reach is your own, because once you've, you determine whatever that is for you individually, uh, then you can, you can rise to a standard of expectation and fulfillment that is meaningful for you. So my advice to, to any high schoolers listening to this is simple. Don't limit yourself or expectations uh, based on what other pe 
people have perceived uh, for you. Always set your own standard in life and believe that an inclusive environment is your uh, is your destiny to discover on your own. And certainly, uh, the 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 reaps of the benefits that you get by uh, setting your own standard of expectation will help uh, force multiply any uh, positivity or um, any uh, prosperity in your life. So my advice would be don't limit your expectations and always reach for the possible. Thank you for those inspiring words, Mr. McShawn. Uh, so to our listeners, that was the end of our second part of the two-part series with Mr. McShawn, uh, who is a journalist and podcaster with Cerebral Palsy. It was really inspiring to hear what Mr. McShawn had to say about his conditions, the difficulties, and the barriers that he's dealt with in life, how he overcame them, and where he is at today. So uh, thank you for taking the time to come on with us, Mr. McShawn. My most uh, sincere pleasure, and I want to uh, thank the three of you for having me today. It's most appreciated. That's our show for today. Now roll the credits. High School Not So Much a Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal, Nitin Jaladanki, and Rishi Sinha. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.